Today we have a brand new Pride Top 10 countdown. Super excited about it. There's a lot of new music coming your way. And we're going to get started right now with the uh, song that's in at uh, number 10 this week. I want you to check it out. Feel this group. It's Funk Cartel featuring Ultra Nate. And the name of the tune is Supernatural.
Nah, Supernatural coming in at number 10. That is Otronate. Love her. Gotta keep the countdown going now with number nine. Name of the song is My Shadow. It's Ellie N. Fur, also known as Eliza Novo and Jennifer Skillman. Check it out. That was Fada Ustedes by DJ Rocky B with I Am House Label at number eight. Thank you, my co-host for the day, Carly Ozar. Woot, woot. Carly, there's some Chicago house in the house. I'm digging the sound. It sounds amazing. 
I'm feeling that groove. Yes! Hey, that's off the Georgie Portney label. I am house over there in Chicago. We're going to go from Chicago to New York City. Folks, this is The Real Deal coming at you right now. The name of the song is Ready by Robert Owens featuring our friend Pepe Gomez.
For that groove ready by Robin. Robin Owens featuring Pepper Gomez out of New York City. I'm loving those uh, retro guitar licks. That groove has soul. That's all I can say. That groove has soul and I'm loving it. That's in at number seven this week on Pride Top 10 Countdown. But we're not stopping on number seven. It is time for the next song. Song at number six is Sweetest Pie by Megan Thee Stallion and Dua Lipa, featuring the Dirty Disco Main Room Mix. Damn.
Yeah, loving that remix, Carly. Got Heck yes. I'm hungry now, actually. <laughs> Pass the gluten-free cookies. Give me more of that brown sugar tea. That is uh, the number six position with this pie. Megan B. Stalin and Dua Lipe coming at you full force. Uh, that means we're in the top five now, Carly. I can't believe it. Wow, we're moving on. Now, top five countdown. Feel the groove. <laughs> in at number five, we have Harper Starling. We've had her on as a guest before. Maybe we get her back. This one is called Say My Name.
Yes. Say My Name by Starling Harper. Love it. I love the melodic structure of that song. We are moving through the top five countdown here on Pride Top 10 Countdown and number four. It's actually a song uh, off of our label, House of Pride Music. It's the fabulous, talented Raquella. She is making waves on a lot of record pools right now with this one. It's entitled Make the First Move and it is the Rob Moore remix. Rob Moore in the house. Check it out. Make up, make up. 
All right, Raquel, are you go, girl? Where we at, Carly? All right, we are now approaching number three. I've been waiting by Dan Slater and Zoe Bodwee. You know, the first time I ever heard of Zoe Bodwee was because of Miss Poyo Del Mar. No doubt, no doubt. Number three. We love these guys. Actually, they had a big hit last year on the top 20 year-end countdown. They're back. Check it out.
you know, I've been waiting for a group like that. That's I've been waiting in that number three, right, Carly? <laughs> um, hey, that was the deluxe version. We only have two songs remaining on the Pride Top 10 countdown. And one of those songs belongs to another Dirty Disco remix. Uh, this is Real Groove, Carly Minogue. It's great to have her back on the charts. And featuring, again, Dua Lipe. She's all over the place. Check it out. It is called Real Groove. In at number two.
All right, that's Real Groove in at number two on the Pride Top 10 countdown, which means we only have one title left for the covered position of the number one on the Pride Top 10 countdown. And for that, I'll leave you with my co-host, Kyle. Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue, is she here? <laughs> the one and only Carly. Number one in the dark. Number one in the dark. Purple Disco Machine and Sophie and the Giants. That's right. Yay! Congratulations, Purple Disco Machine. Standing cold 
Yes, and the number one song this week on the Pride Top 10 countdown is In the Dark of the Disco Machine. Featuring Sophie and the Giants. That's it for House of Pride Radio this week. Tune in next week when we'll have Peppa Gomez and her son, Talk Boy, with us and a new Pride Top 10 countdown. And uh, don't go anywhere because coming up right now is the Carly Ozard Show for real. Thank you, everyone. Good night, House of Pride Radio. Of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> International banking, diplomatic cables, nuclear missile launch codes all rely on unbreakable encryption. What if these codes were no longer secure? That nightmare scenario seems to be a reality. A shadowy underworld syndicate is auctioning off access to the world's encrypted secrets. The only plausible explanation for this ability? Someone has achieved the holy grail of code-breaking quantum computing. Veteran CIA agent John Clooney must track down the perpetrators and retrieve this technology for the U.S. government, and it's personal, as the Enigma brokers have already cost the lives of his fellow agents, perhaps including his partner. John Wessex's The Enigma Brokers is the first book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 
6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> I was just leaving the theater. Convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with the white interior. And I started to do some thinking. on the freeway and having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Making big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. I am a total Hello, Blake. Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Has John Clooney's friend and ally become a dangerous enemy? Private investigator Anton Gruber has been CIA agent John Clooney's trusted aide. Clooney may have questioned Gruber's taste in cuisine, but never his loyalty, until Gruber double-crossed him. Escaping with his life, Clooney is sidelined while his superior attempts to discover how Gruber was compromised. The investigation delves into Gruber's astonishing past, from his unpleasant days as an East German border guard to life as a narcotics agent, from his time in the tango clubs of Buenos Aires to a trip up the Amazon in search of Nazi gold. John Wessex's The Prague Deception is the third book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff talk to under go to skinonskins.com that's s-k-i-n-o-n-s-k-i-n-s.com you just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather 
go see under everything is handcrafted and understated quality fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs he also does fixes maybe you love that jacket he'll put the zipper back in talk to under at skinonskins.com at 20th and mission check him out at skinonskins.com All right, this is Carly Ozard, and we are live with Faux Real. Starting now, I like to open our show with a live number. Nobody does that anymore, kiddo. Well, this one does. This is Faux Real. When you grow up, living like a good boy, Ada. And your mama takes the shine at her best son. Something different All the girls they seem to like you Cause you're handsome Like to talk and a whole lot of fun But now your girl's gone a missing And your house has got an empty bed The folks will wonder about the wedding They won't listen to a word you said Gonna take your mama out all night Yeah, show them what it's all jacked up on some cheap champagne and let the good times all roll out if the music ain't good well it's just too bad we're gonna sing along no matter what because the dancers don't mind at the new orleans if you tip them and they make a cut sharing art, promoting local work, while networking to create a solid foundation of inclusive community artists. We are building a safe space here on the radio waves. It's a struggle, living like a good boy, Otta. In the summer, watching all the girls pass by. When your mama heard the way that you've been talking, I tried to tell you, all she wanna do is cry Now we ending up taking the long way home Looking overdressed, wearing buckets of stale cologne It's so hard to see the streets on a country road When your glass is in the garbage and your continental's just been towed Gonna take your mama out all night, yeah, show them what it's all about We'll get her jacked up on some cheap champagne And let the good times all roll out And if the music ain't good, well that's just too bad You know we'll sing along no matter what Because the dancers don't mind that the New Orleans If you tip them and they make a cut
jazz hands. Just kidding. Hi. Hello. I am so happy to be here. My name is Carly Ozard. I love singing. <laughs> um, so we are uh, full of love tonight. So we are starting off the evening with Greg Azdorian, who is a local stand-up comic. And do I know anyone in Fresno? Do you know anyone in Fresno, Michael? Uh, cool. I think I have like two friends. My cut. Co- my friend's cousin lives there anyway greg Azorian is coming to fresno in a stand-up comedy act and i want to talk with him about that but first of all say hi greg no, no, I'm not. Hello, I don't know how there to, we go. Yay, Hello, I know how to do things. All right, hi, I'm Greg Azorian. This is the sound of my voice. Yes. All right. So, what brings you? And besides my show, you like to come to Asiento and do stand up outside. I folks. did. I did stand up. It was very cold. <laughs> I, you know, I love stand up outside. That's amazing. So, um, what was going on over there? So, Asiento is what are the cross streets? Do you remember? Twenty uh, first and Bryant. Okay, so if you can just dig it for a second. Every Wednesday at 7.30, live stand-up comedy. Yes. Yes, I need beatnik snaps for that. That's amazing. <laughs> I need to Google beatnik snaps to plug into this once soon. So basically, um, comedy outside, and then right down the street, you have old-school mutiny radio chirping away. Right? Chirping away. It's taking me down memory lane. Yeah, to a simpler time. Yeah, back when I was part of the establishment before Mutiny kicked him out. Oh my god. I mean, it's just amazing what this world has gone through technologically, where we don't have these mediums anymore. But still, when I come across a a radio booth or stand-up comedy outside at a very cute little European-hinted restaurant, I don't know. I feel very artistic and swanky at the same time. An old radio station in the Mission is the haunted mansion of the entertainment industry. (laughs) (laughs) I totally agree with that. That's hilarious. So I was going to play a clip of of your uh, show from Club Deluxe in The Hate. Oh, yes. Um, uh, But I also was curious if there's anything you wanted to share with us this week any humorous anything you know not to put you on the comedy spot any humorous anythings any um, humorous anythings um well they can't see my penis on the on the air oh but, my god <laughs> uh i don't know what humorous things you want me to show you um, uh not show just share anything funny happen I, I enjoy sharing it personally too that's fine um no uh i i'm going through like a series of like life-altering changes this week this has been a big week for me yeah right i uh i i became like single officially like recently and like between that and like all the crazy things happening in like other situations it's a really interesting thing like i'm going back on the road like so many weird life changes are happening at once it's it's crazy well, Greg as Dorian is young and single and loves to mingle and I don't know if I'm I don't know if the young part counts anymore, but it does. If we're the same age, it does. It does. And we are both <laughs> years old. Oh my god. Um, so I hope that you can embrace your newfound freedom and look forward and also Well, are- no one else is embracing it, so I think it's gonna be just me. <laughs> oh my god okay with that i'm going to um replace self-deprecating with more self-deprecating this is um greg asdorian live at club deluxe you can access both of his albums on spotify and i'm also sure through your website most likely yes and on itunes and oh they're everywhere yeah i'm everywhere i'm not making enough money for my work you can find my in spades all right this is greg asdorian and i'm broke too 
I tell dick, I tell dick jokes for a living, you know? I'm not exactly rolling in cash. Like, I, I'm broke, you know? And I, I, it's funny, because, like, I actually got to open a credit card for the first time in a while, you know? This is a big deal for me. And I, yeah, I, I, was at, I was at Chase, you know? I opened up a credit card with them. What's great about Chase is that when you open a credit card with them, no, th this made up for it. When you open up a credit card with Chase, you get to pick your own security question. So now every time I call Chase about my account, they have to ask me, what are you wearing? And I get to answer, well, I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> It's great, you know, because I'm at that point now where the ATM laughs at me. So it's a little victories like that I get that I get to enjoy, you know? Like, on my way to the club here tonight, I went to the ATM to get some cash. Oh, man. No, I'm at the ATM. I'm at the bank. And I go to the ATM to get out some money. And it says, insufficient funds. I went inside and I gave them shit. There's plenty of money in there. <laughs> Somebody isn't doing their job. <laughs> oh, man. It's funny. I've had a lot of crappy jobs. Because, um, like, I, I, I studied performance theater in college, you know? Like, all that did was make me look gay on a resume, pretty much. <laughs> and, like, so I've had a lot of crappy jobs when I was in college. Like, I was a barista for about four years. Yeah, I know, right? And for Starbucks. Yeah, see, and, like, what drove me nuts there is that I'm in a crappy situation. I make coffee at a horrible little restaurant. Not even a restaurant. Horrible little coffee place. And the people that came in there to order stuff, way too excited. <laughs> oh, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm great. I'm back here, rethinking choices I've made since high school. <laughs> and what drove me nuts are the people who would sit there for hours, drinking cup after cup. And it got to the point where I'm like, no, no more. <laughs> I'm not going to be the reason you go into cardiac arrest. You're sitting here shaking like Michael J. Fox, and... Oh, what, is he here? No, she's sitting there shaking. I'm like, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You know, like, it's gotten to that point. Like, it drove me nuts. Like, I had all these crappy jobs, and I was even unemployed for a while, for a while in college. Unemployed. I was actually homeless for about six weeks when I was in college. I didn't want my friends to know, so I slept in front of Ticketmaster. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's tough, you know, because I've had a lot of crappy jobs. I was in the restaurant industry for a while. I was a server for a long time, too. And it, it's really funny, because like, I dated a girl who was also a waitress. And it, it's funny, because when you work in the food service industry, it, it changes the way you respond to a lot of things. Like, even during sex, like, every couple minutes she'd stop and say, is everything okay? Can I get you anything? Is everything all right? Okay, that was Greg Asdorian being hilarious at live at Club Deluxe. They still have entertainment there, don't they? I'm they not... do. It's still, they still do live music. They don't do comedy there anymore, which is like a tragedy. We need to go hang out there. I love Club Deluxe. So do I. I love it. It's very me. It's like very it's old very school me. and vintage. <laughs> and, I'm a, and I'm a jazz musician, so I just love the atmosphere of that place. Like I've been playing jazz my whole life. So You're a jazz musician? Yeah, I've been playing, I play trombone. 
had no idea, and I've known you for how long? Well, I don't carry one with me, like, around, like... <laughs> it's like Michael's like, it's true, he You doesn't. have that, like, look of first date that gives me when they're like, you're Jewish? Like, that's... <laughs> no, I knew that part. I knew that. Um, I did not know that you played trombone. And do you read music? Yeah. Holy shit bags. Yeah. I had no idea. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I probably th- can't sight read anymore. It's been a while, but... Oh, that's freaking cool. I love the trombone. That's amazing. Nice. I had I developed this love for brass instruments with just by living in New York. It's all There's about the embouchure, baby. So, it's all about the embouchure. Oh, come on now. Um. So can we get like personal for a second? Did you hear about? You think your week's bad? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go there. You think you're, we got 15 minutes. Okay. You think you're weeks. Oh, so, so backstory here. I was a friar. Okay. For anybody that knows what that is, that is a member of this club in New York. And every time I hear that they're doing something good, it is quickly overshadowed by some crazy evil white man. So <laughs> uh, did you hear about this redheaded 26 year old? In Manhattan, that no. pushed this 87-year-old lady down. Did you hear about this? I did not hear about this. Michael, you heard about this. Holy mother. Okay, so, okay. We've come to the, like, <laughs> news and human interest part of the show. So, this woman, 26-year-old Lauren Pazienza from Long Island, she's walking down in Chelsea and shouts, like, bitch, at this old lady and pushes her to the ground and the woman like dies five days later from a concussion, right? And the woman who was killed was this like beloved Broadway vocal coach to like a lot of famous people. Oh, Jesus. Including Blondie. And so this Lauren Pazienza was hiding in her parents' home in Long Island, knowing full well her face was plastered everywhere. Cops went to her parents' house, and her parents were like, she's not here. They hid her, and then... Wait, so an Italian family in Long Island hid a criminal? And then... <laughs> this is why I'm waiting for the comedy, Greg. And then what happens is she turns herself in with an attorney who's the dean of the Friars Club who uh, represented Harvey Weinstein. Idella, I That's his name. So the new dean of the Friars Club. So I'm like... Hearing that my non-binary drag queen friend hung out at the Friars Club the other night, you know, she's texting me up a storm and I'm like, oh my gosh, Ruby, I can't believe you were back at the Friars Club. It's so great that they're getting, you know, they're, they're reaching out again, you know, because we were trying to encourage young inclusion there when I was a member. And then I'm like, who's in charge there? And then like page six and like all this stuff, like the attorney for this woman who killed this old lady is the dean of our club. I can't. I mean, the optics of that are not great. I can't. Um, but, I mean, in... I mean... Way to make an entrance. To be honest, <laughs> Lauren Kraut always causing trouble. Every time. Um, <laughs> no, oh, I know him. <sighs> you know him. You know the evil lawyer. Oh. That feels redundant, evil lawyer. But I didn't realize I know him. I've sung for him. You've sung for him? I have sung for him. Oh, my God. I didn't know he was him. Wow. All right. Wow. This is like truly. This is the most pronouns that have ever been used in this studio ever. 
so anyway, uh, are you for real? I mean, so to so uh, Arthur, the devil's advocate. Uh huh. I mean, I don't think I've ever had a vocal coach that was nice to people. That's okay. I'm I'm here to change that. Okay. And I'll tell you, my my voice teacher in New York, Baydeen Magaziner and Bill Schumann, shout out, they were totally delightful. Okay. Delightful. I might just be a terrible singer then. <laughs> that might be what it is. Um, so I'm dead that I know him. I can't look at him. I'm like, how do I get my screen off? I'm, I'm sorry that this is so hard for you, Carly. No, I, you know who it's, <laughs> this is whack. So anyway, you think you've had a bad week. Like this whole thing is whack and like, we have got to do better like why why is does she have a lawyer that's a, like such a shark like this is insane the, probably because she killed an old woman the privilege linked to I mean, this you want to lawyer up don't you in that situation? i know but the privilege linked to this is like insane and like what kills me is like every single publication has to talk about her red hair with some crazy adjective. Her fiery red hair trailing behind her, her red hair covering her face, like her flame, the flaming red mist, like heiress of a cesspool. <laughs> the flames of her Irish mop yes. licking at the sky. <laughs> like, just, yeah. like it's just so crazy. And I'm like, this is mental. Like, Anyway, so don't ever think that you've had that bad of a week is the moral of my story. Okay. Um, no, you I'm can... just kidding. I highly val- I, I, I validate anyone's week. But I just couldn't believe All that... weeks matter in but the studio. All weeks matter! Oh, my God. So, um, but I cannot believe, you know, I keep wanting the Friars Club to, like, prevail, man. And, I, you know, I keep wanting it for the future, you know, Gregs and Carlies of the world. But then I hear who rises to power in there. I feel like the Friars Club has never been based around the future. It's been no. based around this collection of old men. I know, I know, I know. But, man, I'm so glad for the time I got in there because that was a trip. Yeah. That was a trip and a half. And I had a good time there. And I had a good. I had some fun. I met some great people. But, holy mother, it was insane. So with that, what is coming up? You're going to Fresno. Now, first of all. I'm going to Fresno, yes. What is, is there like a big Armenian community in Fresno? There is a gigantic Armenian community. That's why there's Armenian. Like the word Armenian is like on that flyer Okay, four I was going to say that word on Greg's flyer. It's like Armenian, Armenian, Armenian. <laughs> so is it Armenian? Yeah, Armenians will come out to support anything Armenian. It's kind of hilarious. <laughs> okay, um, wow. Yeah, it's it's just going to be a sea of single eyebrows in that audience. <laughs> so shout out to my uh, my soon to be uh, in laws, I guess, because my brother's fiance's family is from all all down there. He's settling down with a nice Armenian girl. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, so they can all come see you. They are. They always come out and see me when I come down to Fresno. They're pretty. That's good. amazing. It's and nice w- that my brother's marrying into a family that I actually like. What's the club like? Have you played there before? I have. What's funny is that this place, uh, it's a restaurant called Bobby Salazar. And uh, I was supposed to perform there right before the shutdown at the beginning of 2021 or 2020. And they canceled it. And this is the first show they're doing back now that they, everything's opening up a little bit. So I am, it's like they just went back in time and we're going to do 2020 over again, I guess. And I'm going to show up there and 40 pounds fatter than I was last <laughs> time I was going to be there. And it'll be great. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Well, break a leg, and when is that? Just in case. That is April eighth. Uh huh. And- uh, you can get details and tickets at gregasdorian.com. Okay. Uh, you can also find more info about it at gregasdorian on Twitter and Instagram and all of that silliness. That's fabulous. And do you have any other, you know, connections in the community that would be good for any Armenian uh, or I guess El Salvadorian listeners like yourself? <laughs> Um, for any other Hispanic well, just, Middle Eastern Jews. No. Um, <laughs> well, just your Armenian community. I mean. Um, there is a really great Armenian community in the Bay Area. Um, there's a lot of events that usually happen every year, and they didn't because of the pandemic, and I'm hoping that a lot of those are going to start coming back up. Like, there's a really awesome Armenian food festival they do here in San Francisco. There's one in Oakland they do as well. And, like, there's so much of that culture out here, and it's amazing. And it's wonderful. And, like, I'm hoping that all starts coming back with everything else. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Is there anything else coming up that you want to talk about? Um, I mean, just for everybody who, uh, is waiting for when my film that I directed the gentleman to come out, uh, that will be in, by the end of this, by the um, end of spring, we should have a, should have a release date for you guys for that, for everybody who invested in our Indiegogo to get that film made. Um, I'm incredibly grateful for everybody who donated to that campaign and helped me make my film. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Like everything about it was amazing. Uh, has three of my favorite human beings on earth. Uh, my cast, um, Dominic, Amy, and uh, Kurt Weitzman, who's a San Francisco comic, was in it. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, everything, who, Everyone who was involved, every, play, every location let us use, I'm incredibly thankful for them for letting us do it, and we will have a release for that soon. It's always so great to hear about art being made. So absolutely, uh, congratulations on that. That's a really big accomplishment. And I know you have some other things in the pipeline that are really exciting to look I forward do. to. Nothing, nothing I can directly talk about at the moment, but there's some other things happening that I hope will continue to be uh, vague on the radio for the next few months until I can finally talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep alluding to it. If I don't mention it ever again, then you'll know it didn't work out. <laughs> exactly. Oh, um, okay. So uh, taking us out, we're going to have next week's guest, Sheena Rose, coming in loud and queer with her song, Musical Theater, Oldie But Goodie, I Am What I Am. Tune in next week uh, for Sheena Rose live and in person.
God, I forget how to do my job. Um, this is Carly Ozar. We are so happy to have Greg Asdorian in the studio. Um, that light going off, does that mean there's a phone call? Yes. Fabulous. See, this is what we do. I'm learning on the spot. I believe I have Jessica Rom Foster on the line. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, I hear the delay. There we go. Oh, that's so funny. I will turn that off so you don't have to hear that. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear your voice. I'm so excited to hear your voice. Um, how are you feeling? I know you were feeling a little under the weather, which is why you couldn't be with us tonight in person. How How's everything? I'm good. I'm good. It's manageable, but you know, in such times we don't we don't share these things. <laughs> Fabulous. Of course. Of course. Uh, so I wanted to just sort of share to listeners like who we're speaking to, like kind of a little bit about you and and things like that. So um, what I wanted to share about you is, is uh, Jessica Rom Foster is on the line and she is a neuro performance coach helping people get out of pain and improve performance by teaching them how to communicate with their nervous system. She uses practical tools and techniques to help people understand, uncover, and overcome unseen obstacles in their nervous system itself that may be blocking their health and performance goals. All of that is what the world needs now. So can you tell me more? And I want, I have a lot of questions, so please go. Well, questions are great because questions, questions can, can lead to, to answers, but the, I, you read it beautifully, but yes, basically I'm, I, I help people figure out what's, what's going on in their nervous systems that may be getting in the way of, um, achieving their goals. And this can be anything from just like personal confidence issues to like being on stage, public speaking. Yeah. So I have a lot of clients, um, well, I have a lot of clients that have, you know, sort of fallen through the cracks in the medical system and are looking for alternative answers to pain or injuries or limitations. And then kind of on the other side of things, I have people that are, um, you know, passionate or, or professional at something and are looking for a way to get an edge up. Um, so, you know, the same, the same skills apply to kind of getting you improving you know anywhere on the scale whether you're trying to get out of pain or move into another level of awesomeness um cleaning up your nervous system can have have a huge impact and and yeah anywhere in between so yeah some someone may have an issue that's more emotional in nature or clearly physical um but basically we're looking to sort of um i talk about emptying sort of the threat bucket so the unseen threats that are kind of lingering in our nervous system, we all know the the seen ones. We can name them very clearly in our own lives. And, you know, things that stress us out and, and detract from our health. And um, But most of us at, at this point still don't know that, like, there can be deficits in your visual function or deficits in your vestibular function or maybe you're not breathing optimally when you're not, you know, it, when you're sort of at rest. And all of those things can can add threat into that bucket and sort of downregulate the whole system. You told so me clean that up. You told me that you whenever you looked left something inside you felt like it broke. Can you describe more <laughs> about that? And then I want to commiserate and say that I've had an experience similar to that and 
um, it's it's weird the way that you described it. Is, it, it is weird. And, and just to clarify, I had no idea that was happening. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, it was just, I was walking through the world and, you know, I didn't know until I actually tested different eye positions. Um, and in, in my work, basically, we, we assess something and it can be it can be anything. It can be a range of motion. It could be singing. Um, and then we do a drill. So in this case, what we're talking about is I would look to the left for five seconds. And then when I reassess, my neck would like no longer function. Oh. I could no longer sing. <laughs> so, wow. and I promise you I was looking to the left in my life as I was walking through the world. So that was a problem. So um, I'm looking definitely to my left right to that now. Bucket. I'm looking to my left right now, and so what that what do I do next? So first, actually, I would check something like if you if you're you know do you hold tension in your neck? Can you move your neck side to side? Can you kind of get a sense of how much tension there is? Yes, normally, I, I can. Mm-hmm. and then yeah, look at something to the left without moving your head, so your eyes are just going to the left, and you just kind of hold that for five seconds, and then retest, check your neck range of motion again, and see if it see if it changed. Did it change? Um, a tiny bit. A tiny bit? A tiny bit. So if it gets better, then that would tell us that looking to the left for five seconds, which shouldn't be a super challenging thing, right? Um, but if for a lot of us, because we don't move our eyes optimally, especially in modern, modern day life, um, for a lot of us, that's actually a really appropriate challenge for our brain. And then our brain goes awesome and it sort of takes the brakes off and you can move better. If it's fairly neutral, which it sounds like maybe it was for you, it just means maybe we need to make it a bit more challenging. Maybe we need to, maybe there's a better drill for you out there. But if we're just talking about looking left, then maybe we do it for 10 seconds, you know, or maybe we do it in a more challenging position. Um, maybe you're standing on one leg while you do it or, or something. And then the other side of it is if it gets worse, like, like I was talking about, then that means that there's that, that eye position for whatever reason is, is causing threat. And so it's putting the brakes on stronger. And so then I would look at that and go, okay, how do I, how do I retrain my brain so that I can look left and not have that happen? And, And then we would modify things. We might have you do it for three seconds or maybe we'd lean up against a wall so our head knows where it is in space and we're not subconsciously worrying about falling over um, when we move our eyes or maybe we lie down or maybe we even do it with our eyes closed you know we find the sweet spot where you can where you can do that drill and you do get at least a neutral response if not um, a positive one and and so for if you get a positive result we would call that like a high payoff drill Okay. Like, okay, this is a drill that makes me awesome, and I should do this, like, all day, every day. <laughs> Anytime I want to be awesome, I know that, let's say, you had had a huge range of motion change, then we would make sure you looked left a lot. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Great. And if I got a negative response, then that would be something that we would want to, we'd call, like, a quote-unquote rehab drill. And we do want to clean it up, but we want to also know that for right now, that's not working out so well. So part of my story is like I would go in for a commercial audition and after I figured out that like eyes left was a problem for me, it became abundantly clear that um, actually in most commercial auditions, they would put the copy to the left of the camera. That <laughs> was oh. clearly not assisting me in any way, shape or form. And um, in a couple of cases before I could get that rehabbed, I did get brave enough to ask to move it to the right and it did make a difference i felt more more confident and more you know stable (laughs) okay 
Um, you know, it's good to know. It's good to know what your nervous system is asking for and, and what it's not asking for. So um, where, where, the, where the improvement needs to happen still. Absolutely. Um, so you have been cultivating joyful, colorful, beautiful videos on Instagram and we can find you at Jessica Rom Foster and everyone we, we I put your name on things uh but the spelling Jessica Rom Foster R A A U M and Foster F O S T E R and then um okay so where is that hill that you stand on so often mm. and and I mean I want to be Julie Andrews with you like what I know right I you know, have to go to her Instagram just to see the hill. My house. It's ridiculous. It's just out in Walnut Creek. It's it's just, you know, the foothills of Mount Diablo. Ah, And gorgeous. it's so green right now. And, you know, that'll last another week without any rain. But the green season is always my favorite. And those flowers. And it's just, it's pure heaven. Totally heaven. I, yesterday, I just walked out there and, like, sat and stared at the poppies. I was like, I just... I, I just need to take this in for a minute. It's so gorgeous. Yes. So your videos are, first of all, they're garnering followers. So you're, you're, you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, every day it brings a little uh, hopeful moment of joy to read your posts. Mm. Um, and then to see your cute videos Especially the ones where you're in your tiny house and you're like, <laughs> find 12 ways to climb a ladder. And then you do like all of the ways. And I'm just like, I only thought of two. Like, like I am so impressed with you. And like, I want to learn how to do uh, so much of what you want, of what you know how to do with your body. Like, I want to learn how to do that with my own body in my own way. And like you inspire me to like want to like you know do better so that when I'm walking up the hills of San Francisco I'm like no you can do it think Mm, about what mm -hmm. she's accomplished you can do it (laughs) so that's sort of like oh thank you Carly yeah Yeah, it's like you know there's there's a ton of information out there in the world and it's like you know this for me like having these tools in this tool bag and I I do feel I had a moment today where I just I actually shared about it on Instagram but like just such gratitude and and a little bit of awe and wonder as to like why I got handed this toolbox. You know, I'm a performer. I didn't go looking for neuro tools. It wasn't like (laughs) the obvious next step. Um, And, but having this tool bag and like part of my story is like, you know, I I had a baby and I, I didn't have any money and I didn't have any time. And it was like, okay, I can't, I can't, I wouldn't have been able to rehab from that pregnancy or, you know, kind of get back to where I had felt like I was at a fitness level had I not had those tools so fully integrated that, like, I just kind of applied them to life, you know? And so it is things like, okay, I'm going to climb this ladder anyway. Can I do it in a way, like, how beneficial can I make this? You know, how much juice can I get out of the things I'm going to do in my life anyway? Um and, and once you sort of understand the foundational pieces to, to what I call neuroperformance coaching, which is really just understanding how your nervous system works and, and sort of what basic neural hygiene sort of looks like, then it can become something that, that is um, not necessarily automatic, but easy enough to, to integrate into the things you're, you're already doing. So 
So it doesn't have to be this like block of time on your calendar where you go to the gym or, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love going to the gym, but like, if that's not a possibility right now, how do I keep myself moving forward? And, you know, I mean, I walked out of my first two years of motherhood, which, you know, also coincided with the pandemic and I was in better shape than I started, you know, and without any, any like devotion it's not like I ever sat you know it's like now it's Jessica time maybe even once a month I have that you know right um so so yeah that, I, I am I am beyond grateful and, and yes sharing them sharing these tools in a way that that is useful for you know daily living um to me is is definitely a passion and and we all need a bit more joy so yeah we can do it and make it i mean my tools are weird so like let's just laugh about them (laughs) yeah absolutely so how can people so you can be found on the neurology of presence on facebook and then instagram Uh is at jessica ron foster and then people can score a free like session with you right yes absolutely and how how do people do that um, if you go to my website, I think there's a link in my Instagram um, link tree as well. Um, it'll say schedule schedule an explorer session. You can also go to my website, theneurologyofpresence.com, and there is a, a tab um, for schedule, and you can click on that, and then you can sign up for a free explorer session, and that's a 55-minute session where I talk you through um, basically this assess and reassess protocol that we, we talked about here today. Um, but it has been in my experience that making sure you understand how this works is like so important. Um, because whether or not like you fall in love with this work or not, like that tool for me has been so empowering as I sort of, you know, all of the health and wellness things I try on, like I can, I can look at, I can look at things in my life and go, is this actually making me feel better or is it making me worse or you know, in terms of health and wellness, is this a complete waste of my time? It's just neutral. It's not changing anything. Um, so yeah, I walk you through that. And, and then we, we pick a tool or a drill, um, sort of based on your own uh, health history that I think might be useful to try and, and you get to try it on. And then, you know, obviously I can answer questions and, and talk about my coaching practices and what, what it looks like, but it's my way of like making sure everybody's at least heard of this. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, yeah, it's kind of my part of my part of my job is to talk about this stuff. So, yes, come talk. Awesome. And then you're simultaneously this, you know, actress, singer, dancer, songwriter, performer who's, you know, amazing on stage. So, I'm going to take us out of this spectacular interview with my favorite song of yours, no matter what. This is <laughs> this is just if you don't play Maria in The Sound of Music sometime. Oh. It's so you like you would make I, I you would make clothes out of drapes. That's who you are. It really is. It's a little ridiculous. That's who you are, Jessica. And with that, I will play Mother Abbas, and that will happen. Oh, yes. Oh my okay? God. I'm so down for this. Yes. That would be amazing. Okay. Fabulous. All right. Let's awesome. make it happen. So here's your song. Thanks for calling us, Thanks, Carly. It's so good to talk to you. All right. I'll hit you up later. Thanks so much. All right. Bye. Bye. The sun comes up and I jump right out of bed. Feet on the floor to ground my sleepy head. One foot moves and the other one goes where I'm going. Nobody. 
Jessica Ron Foster bringing her spirit to life with one of my favorite songs. I didn't know it was no matter what until today because I always know it is the tutu song. All right, we're going to play a couple of local up and comers back to back, starting with Molly Gazay with Hollow Tree, followed by David Goad with Sunset Boulevard, and then we're going to end the night with a song from Odin, who will be next uh, week's musical guest. Thanks so much for tuning in tonight. I'll say goodnight before we go, but first, here's Molly Gazay. Walking down the street, I found a friend Sleeping in a hollow tree Thought that I could stay a while I guess I mistook what they said The next morning I awoke And they were only a ghost Searching for their lost host to take them away. And I'm sure there's somebody out there in love with me too. Someone who's been searching around while I've been chasing you. I fall out of love with 
patriots They just make my head so sick Like all the times all love's gone wrong Another story for another song Bring me your Saturday lights Lay down your birthday cries Get your Tuesday fights Take me back to Wednesday nights Turn off your Friday sides Turn on your Sunday eyes Come on, Jerry everybody that is it for tonight faux real we're going to come out with peace train which is being there it goes all right this is the peace train joel dickinson carly ozard and mike ross remix you can find this on spotify and all other major streaming platforms this is a take on one of my favorite songs by cat stevens a prayer for Ukraine and everything going on in the world right now. Have an awesome week. We'll see you next week at 9 p.m. Faux Real. Bye.